Hilchus Shafer Sukkah Vulav, the laws of Shafer, Sukkah, and Lulav. It's interesting the Raman puts these all three all together in one section, even though they're three independent mitzvahs. There's three positive mitzvahs. These are the details. To hear the sound of the, the sound of the blowing of the shofar on the first of Tishrei, Beis number two, Leishev Besukah Shem Simeachog, sit in the sukkah all seven days of sukkahs. Gil number three, little lulav and mikdash Kol Shem Simeachog, to take the lulav in the base of mikdash all seven days of Yontif. Even though later on the Raman will tell us that in the base of mikdash per se it's actually only the first day. But, uh, excuse me, it's only the first day outside the Beis HaMikdash. Uh, in the Beis HaMikdash itself, it's seven days. Ubir, mitzvahs, Eilu, Prokamelu, these mitzvahs will be explained in the following chapters. Perek, Rishon, Alocha, Aleph. Mitzvahs, Hashish, Alter, it's a positive commandment, L'Shmoya, Turas, Hashif, HaBashashana, to hear the sounding of the Shef and Rosh Hashanah. Shemar, it says, Yerim, Tu, Yerlechem, it should be a day of sounding for you. Shafer, it doesn't say what to sound exactly, but we'll see why we know it's a shafer in a minute. The shafer is taking by the shafer that they blow with, whether it's Hashanah or during the Yevil year when the shafer is sounded on Yom Kippur, it is the bent horn of a ram. All shafers are invalid, except for the horn of a ram. According to the Rambam, that's the only shafer acceptable. Although the Torah does not uh, uh, specify what exactly you blow on Rosh Hashanah, what kind of shefer, it says in the, regarding the evil year in Yom Kippur, you shall uh, cause the sound of the shefer. You shall proclaim the shefer. So uh, regarding Rosh Hashanah, it just says, it doesn't say the word shefer. But over here, we learn out from oral traditions, just like the blowing that's done on Yom Kippur of Yevil is to a, with a shofar. After Rosh Hashanah b'shofar, so Rosh Hashanah as well, it's done with a shofar. Halacha base. Mikdash you taking Rosh Hashanah b'shofar echad in the base of Mikdash Rosh Hashanah they were blowing with one shofar. Ushdech hatayim atzad and two trumpets uh, were on either side of the person blowing the shofar. Hashofar marach shofar blows its appropriate length. Hatayim bekatzus the the uh, the uh, trumpets would blow a shorter sound. Mitzvah the day is is to hear the shofar. The chatzetzes were were as we'll see in a minute. Why did they blow with the shofar with the with the trumpets? But the pasuk says in Tillim, with trumpets and the sound of a shofar together, you shall sound before the king Hashem. So in the midst of Migdash, where you're before Hashem, so to speak, that's when you have the chatzetzes as well. Everywhere else outside the Migdash. You only sound the shofar itself. You do not <clears throat> uh, have the trumpets with it. So, you're even though you're hearing the sound of the shofar mixed with the trumpets, that's okay. Halachically, these two sounds can be uh, can be heard both, and each one can be discerned. But uh, the just uh, did not sound as, sound themselves as long as the shofar to desi- to designate and delineate the shofar to distinguish the shofar. As the unique mitzvah of the day, Gimel, Shefer shall akum a shefer belonging to a non-Jew. I apologize. Excuse me. This is means a shefer shall akum a shefer of idolatry. So, for example, a shefer that was uh, that was worshipped as an idol uh, by a non-Jew, or it was used in the service. Let's say they blew the shefer in honor of their idol, again by a non-Jew. Ain't taking lachachila. The ideally should not be used. It's not appropriate for the mitzvah. If you do blow with that shofar, you fulfill the obligation. 
the sheriff that was um, part of belonged to somebody who was in, in a Irhidachas, the city which we discussed in Hukhs of the Zara, where the majority of the city apostated to Avayda Zara and had to, everything has to be destroyed, everyone has to be killed. In Takabai, if you blow with that Shaifa, you're not you not for the obligation because everything in that city has to be destroyed, and therefore the Shaifer has the din of having already been destroyed, and it does not have the appropriate, it's not considered to have the appropriate uh, size. It's considered to have a minimal length, uh, of the, the most minimal possible length of a physical object, which is l- smaller than the minimum requirement for a Shaifer, as we'll see. Shaifer Shagal Hadal Shatakabai. Shaifer Hadal Shatakabai, if a person blows with a Shaifer he stole, the Yatsi fills obligation. She has mitzvah of Shmiyaz Akir. The mitzvah is just hearing the sound. Even if, even if theoretically the person who um, blew the shayfer did not touch it, nor uh, did the person hearing the shayfer, excuse me, even though the person hearing it didn't touch it or pick it up, so he fulfills the obligation. But this, this, so therefore you see that 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 uh, you don't have to touch the shayfer to fulfill your obligation. You just have to hear the sound. Um, uh, you cannot steal the sound. Therefore, the shayfer, you, the, the mitzvah to hear the sound, and therefore you you eat even if the shayfer is stolen. Similarly, now now exactly how do you blow the shayfer without touching it? That's a good question. Um, some of the first want to learn that it's possible to blow a shayfer without touching your lips to it. If you could somehow blow strong enough to make the sound that you eat um other mafarshim say that's that's not correct. In any event. The uh, the shayfer of a carbon ayla. Um, so you bring a sheep to this amigdash for a carbon, and we're talking about a case where before the 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 blood of the, of the carbon was sprinkled. So therefore, if you misappropriate, you, you use the animal. It's considered that you were male hektish. You misappropriated hektish, and uh, you would think you're not yet, So he says, you should not blow with that type of horn of the animal." If you talk, if he did blow yet, you feel the allegation. Because the sound, again, you cannot misappropriate the sound. After you sprinkle the blood of the carbon, then at that point, the animal is allowed to be used by the carbon, the kahanim. So it wouldn't be a problem, even. If you're going to ask, the person is benefiting from hearing the sound of the shayfa, therefore, he's misappropriating hektish. And the answer is, is, is not considered a benefit from it. It's not considered a no. It's not considered a... Uh, a benefit, therefore, it's not it's not considered like it's not considered misappropriating hektish. You're not using it for your own personal purposes. Therefore, if someone makes a vow not to benefit from a shayfer, he's allowed to blow the shayfer for mitzvah purpose. Halacha dalit. If a person does not have a shayfer, he's not allowed to desecrate yamtif in order to get the shayfer. Even if the thing he's doing is a only rabbinic prohibition. Case for example, if the shef was in the top of the tree, if an anar was across the river, and that's the only shef accessible, you're not allowed to swim or you're not to climb the tree to bring the shef. Neither needless to say, you're not allowed to cut the shef from the animal's head, which is a biblical prohibition if you're using a professional tool, or a rabbinic prohibition if you are using a, a non-professional knife, but still similar to biblical prohibition, and or, or doing an actual biblical malacha, 
it, that's certainly prohibited. Because even though, generally speaking, a positive mitzvah displaces a negative mitzvah, but blowing the shofar is a positive mitzvah. And rather than yantif, keeping yantif is a positive and negative mitzvah. The mitzvah say does not displace an say and an essay. It only displaces one say. In this case, because yantif is also an essay, therefore, you cannot uh, 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 violate yantif in order to blow the shofar. You're allowed to put inside the shepherd water, wine, or vinegar in order to, uh, to, 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 to improve its, its sound, make it sharper, uh, or shine it, so to speak. But this is obviously not, not a physical shine, because from the inside you can't see it. It means to shine the, the sound. However, urine should not be used, even though it would also serve the purpose. Because of the honor, so the mitzvah should not become uh, something which is which are which are which are, which are scorned by you. So, the shev is going to become something you associate with with uh, with this taste. Halacha hey, shi'ah shev the minimum length of the shefer. Kadei shi'ah should be yadei shi. You should be able to hold it with your hand. Viyirim and kamlo kana. It should be seen on either side. Uh, it seems to be this depends on each individual. Every person whoever is blowing the shefer has to be able that the person blowing it, I guess it's really probably relevant who's hearing the shafer, but uh, whoever's blowing it has to it has to be visible on, 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 on both sides of their hand so people can see that they're not blowing into their hand. In this article, if the shafer cracks uh, lengthwise, uh, puzzle the shafer is not kosher. The rachle, if it cracks, now that the question is, is how much is that crack? Um... Ram doesn't say. It sounds like the Ram, even if it cracks a tiny drop. Others say that uh, no, that uh, that it's only possible if it's cracked the majority of the length, and some say it's 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 only possible if it's cracked completely uh, of the length. All right. Uh, for the Ram, it sounds like that if it's cracked even a drop, it's possible. The Rachba, if it's cracked, if it's cracked at its width, even nishtayabekashir, if there is the minimum width, uh, the minimum length of the shafer, from the mouthpiece to the crack. Um, so, kosher is kosher. As if that place where it's cracked and it's width has had fallen off, and therefore now you have a shorter shafer, which is not a problem. Nika, if the shafer gets a hole, if you stuff the hole up with something which is not a, not a, not from the ram's horn substance, you use a glue or something, puzzle, it's puzzle. If you stuff it up with... Um, the, the material of the ram's horn itself. You soft, you soften uh, uh, a piece of shafer, and you could use that to plug the hole. So, um, if if that hole is less than fifty percent of the surface of the shafer, so and the um, holes you stuffed up do not prevent the shafer being blown, which apparently means that the sound is not uh, changed. So, uh, is a kosher. In that case, it's kosher because uh, since the sound is not changed, in other words, from before, the, the way you, when you blew the shafer before, it got a hole. And the way you blow it now um, it's considered an appropriate, uh, 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 the shafer is considered kosher. So it's considered an appropriate uh, um, uh, substitute for the original shafer material. If, when you, uh, the shafer, the hollow part of the shafer normally has cartilage in it, you have to take the cartilage out when you make the shafer. What if you drill through that cartilage and you make the shafer with the cartilage inside? 
So you can blow the shafer. He has a you know he has a mouthpiece, but you have the cartilage inside the shafer. Kasher, it's kasher. It's because the same species of a shafer does not cause a separation. If you put go if you go put uh, something inside, even cartilage. It's not that's not not the original cartilage. Um, uh, or the original cartilage, you put you put it back inside, take it out. That's a problem. But if it's just there from its original species, if it's coating the inside of the shayf, it's not a problem. If you take pieces of the shayf and you uh, you melt them together, connect you connect them together somehow, to make one big shayf or puzzle, it's not kosher. It is invalid. If you add to the shayf anything on either side, the mouthpiece or the top, it's not kosher. Now, if you if you um, <coughs> uh, coat the inside of the shofar with gold, um, so that when the sound comes out, it's passing through, uh, any part of it's passing through some foreign material, or on the outside where you put the, the mouth, where you put your mouth, so this when you when you hold the shofar in your mouth, your mouth is actually touching something foreign, puzzle to puzzle. Now, if you coat it with gold or something like that on the outside, uh, but not where the mouth is actually. It's on other parts of the shafer. If and after putting that addition onto the shafer, it changes how its sound was before, puzzle, it's puzzle. If it doesn't change, it's kosher, it's kosher. You put one shafer inside the other. So you have, like, say, a long, thin shafer and a short, fat shafer. And you put the long, thin shafer inside the short, fat shafer. And now it's sticking out on both ends. If you heard the sound of the innermost one, your if the outer one is the one you heard, in our example, it wouldn't happen because the way I described it. Let's say, for example, that the, uh, the outer one was um, was 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 longer. Uh, so you put this this uh, one shafer inside the other, and the the shafer, the long and thin one, its 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 mouthpiece sticks through the mouthpiece of the other one. So you can blow that shafer, but when the sound comes out, that 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 shafer which your mouth is touching, its top is still inside the other shafer. So now, when the sound comes out, you're hearing the sound from a foreign shafer, which you didn't blow, actually. So, if you, if you make the wide part now, and the narrow, narrow part wide, possible the shafer is unacceptable. Um, this applies whether or not um, you blow from either end. Both cases, it's possible, I believe. Zayn, um, actually, the last halacha, the last thing I said, it's possible actually that 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 the problem is if you, yeah, no, it's possible both both regards. Okay, halacha zayim. If the shefer was long and the person made it short, kosher, it's fine. Gary day if he if he uh, filed it down, he he, uh, he scraped it down. From the inside or from the outside, even if the shefer eventually just becomes a very thin shell, kosher, it's kosher. If you're very careful, make sure you shouldn't crack it though. Sorry, whether the, whether the sound was thick, thin, or raspy, uh, or dry. Kosher, it's kosher. All the sounds are kosher. Person blowing inside a cave or inside a pit. Like in times of persecution, where they were hiding. Those standing inside the pit or inside the cave, you they feel their obligation. Those standing on the outside, if they hear the sound of the shefer, you they feel their obligation. If they hear the echo, they did not feel their obligation. Someone blows inside a large barrel and, and the like. If you feel, if he hears the sound of the shayfer, he feels obligation. If he hears the sound of the echo, loyalty is not his obligation because that is not the sound of the shayfer. Needless to say, if you hear the sound of the shayfer that's been transformed into electronic signals and then transformed back into sound over radio or microphone, you certainly do not fulfill the obligation.